right. We didn't get a rose, but we're still here. I'm your host, Mike Rosa, and with me as always is my co-host. Chris Mejia, baby. I don't know why. <laughs> no, say baby more. Say you know, baby more. You know, every say time baby I, more. Every time I say uh, my name for the intro, every time I've done it, I've been mm-hmm. like, no, that wasn't that wasn't the take. Oh, That's you've not- doubted your your name. <laughs> I, there was like, I forget which episode it was, but there was one time where I was like, that was perfect. That's how I'm gonna do it from now on. You know and- what? I think I know what episode it was. It's when you came in a little early because you said it like right as I finished saying it, and with the Zoom delay, it was like boom, right on. You know uh, what I mean? You know, okay, I have I- to go back and listen. It's, okay, it's, uh, well, you, you that's right, we didn't get a rose, <laughs> but we're still here. I'm your host, Mike Carrozza, with me as always is my co-host. Hey, it's Chris Mejia. Okay, see, you didn't come in early this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it wasn't like a timing thing. It was like like oh. what I said, what I verbalized. That's oh, you need, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, well, how yeah. about this? You need a catchphrase. You need I to do. start being like, bop, bop. Or, well, that's magnitude from community, pop, pop. <laughs> um... You, well, I mean, you could come in with "It's your boy, Chris oh, Mejia," or pussy. you can. Be, <laughs> no, how? Why would you? This is two minutes. We haven't even been two minutes into this. This is how we're doing it. <laughs> Stacy and Bo aren't even here to amp you up, and you're still. You're, this is your your first swing at bat, and this is what you're doing for us. <laughs> this is how you're going. I'm sorry. I took my earphone out so I could hear myself yelling in case, because like, okay. Listeners, don't tell, don't tell my other podcast co-host Alex Kalenko this, but I got a new puppy, and she's my world. She's adorable, but we're crate training her, and uh, that means that she's got to be in the cage area, and uh, she can't move from there, uh, and she's been crying all night and has been breaking my heart, but I don't want to speak too loud and then wake her up, because uh, then she's going to do it again, and I don't want to do that to her, <laughs> so... I I had to take a second to stop. <laughs> by the by the I way, know, that was the last time. I, that was the last time I'll bring it up. Yeah, oh, you better not bring it up anymore. There's a baby in the house. I'm not doing. <laughs> you can. She's she is three months old today, and she is a beautiful. She's amazing. She's so feisty. She's the best. I love her so much. She gets so stoked when I show up in a room. She hates when I leave it. She like gets. She's like, where, where are you? Where are you going? Where are you going? You're leaving this room. And then, and then, get this. If I le- go too far, apparently she starts looking for me in the rest of the room. This is what my dad was telling me. And then I could, I could easily just be going to the bathroom. So I'm in there for like a minute, and I come back out. She's like, Oh my god, I can't believe you're back. You this rules, and she freaks out. So yeah, I'm doing much better now that I have this this puppy who. She's breaking my heart right now by crying so much. And it's I don't want to leave her alone. It kills me. So that's my one nice thing. A thing for my my other podcast, Bummer Boys, which uh, you should check out. Spelled like a bad hardcore band. X, Bummer, X, Boys, X. It's I was a good recently place. on it as a guest. You were. It. You were on t- today's I, episode. I drove you to insanity. You both <laughs> love busting my balls. You both <laughs> love coming at me. You and Alex Kalenko. So that said, so again, if you listen to Bummer Boys or if you know Alex Kalenko and you're listening to this, please, 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 please don't tell him about my puppy until Sunday afternoon, like evening, because Zara's my one nice thing for the week. 
Okay, she's my one nice thing, and I want it to be a surprise. I think I'm going to get clever about it. I'm going to be like, well, my one nice thing is that I met someone, and she's actually staying with us, and let me... I'm going to go get her, and then I'll show up with this tiny puppy on screen, and she loves me so much. And then Alex is going to freak out, and he's going to be like, what? Oh, my God. I just now realized you, y'all settled on a name. Uh, I didn't, but Your I don't get to make did. any goddamn decisions in this fucking place, especially with a dog that loves me so much. I've been calling her honey the whole time because she's sweet as, and then I've been calling her my honey bear. She's my little honey bear. She's my little sweetie pie, little munchkin. Cutie, the everything, every pet name in the book. Sorry, future lover, I've used it on my dog. I sue me. I terms never of endearment. Call my dog Ty. Ty. I always call him Sweet Boy, which is his yeah, name. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've been calling her my Sweet Pea and my lovely baby and all of it. And uh, but so, but then you want to get her attention or get her used to say her name because my parents use her name. Mm-hmm. I gotta be like Zara. What the fuck is that name? Like, the, like the clothing store, Z-A-R-A? Yep. Oh, you I see how it. enthused I am about it? Because here's the thing. Last night, we had a whole family text. Okay? Whole family text. Me and my brother and his fiance were involved. And I was like, okay, the family's narrowed it down to Maya or Mila. And I wanted Maya, but I didn't want either. Honestly. I was pushing hard for Nugget or Munchkin or, or Honey or like... You know, another, a different name. Right. Okay. I tried to sneak in like a name from a Magic the Gathering character, but that didn't fly immediately. And then uh, my parents were like, nah, we kind of like these ones. So it's down to these two. And I'm like, well, I don't, I guess if it's these two, I'm picking Maya. And then everybody else voted for Mila. And then I'd finally come around to Mila, like by nighttime, where I'm calling her Mila. I'm I'm rocking her to sleep. She's Mila. I'm calling Mila, Mila, Mila. And this morning they're like, "So, we're calling her Zara now." And we registered her microchip under Zara, so that's like the, that's that's what we're going oh, with. Oh, so it's Actually, official, official. It's official. It's official. So, whatever, man. She's <laughs> fuck it. I'm calling her Mila too. I don't care. I don't care. She's adorable. She is adorable. And now. She looks at times exactly like my old dog, which is disconcerting uh, at, you know, where I'm like, oh, man, she, this reminded me of my my dead pup that my 10 year old baby who just left us because uh, my parents were like, no, nah, we like we like that kind of dog. Let's get the same kind. I was like, you guys can get like a little different. Like You're she's like got hair color, at least. Well, that's the thing is like Zara's got a hell of a lot of white fur underneath. When Lady was just black and brown, mm. and Zara's got, like, black, brown up top, but then underneath she's got a whole lot of white. Mm-hmm. Like, three of her paws are white and one's brown. And so I thought maybe we'd call her one foot. You know what I mean? I thought that would be a fun one for her. They were like, no, that's stupid. And I was like, you guys pointed out the fur color. <laughs> um, I thought we were brainstorming. There's no bad ideas when you're brainstorming. You guys have clearly never been in a writing room. Uh, you know, so I... Yeah, so I just, like, there's that, and she does sleep on her back a ton, where I'm like, this is a weird dog, because she's just, like, splayed out, and she's like, whatever, man, I'm vulnerable to the world. Uh, But then, when she's not on her back, I'm like, this is, like, exactly my old dog. And it freaks me out sometimes, but she's my one nice thing for this week, so don't tell Alex, okay? 
This is my one nice thing for a while. Mom and raise a snitch. <laughs> you okay. said this on your episode. <laughs> you said this on your episode. Mom didn't raise a snitch. She raised a bitch, but she didn't raise a snitch. And there's you a said exactly this on the Canadian <laughs> oh, and Rachel it, episode. I'm a yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, looks like you are a bitch. Oh shit! These sunglasses <laughs> fell from the sky. <laughs> okay. Um. So this episode is kind of like a non-episode. You know what I mean? It's just me and Chris. We're just chilling. We're gonna talk about what we felt. From this season, we wanted a to bit of talk a to uh, you listeners about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. If you turn oh your Bible, oh God, I <laughs> did not know that this was where you were going so soon. We had that planned for the forty-five minute mark. Oh, uh, you're right. That's right. My bad. I jumped. Yeah. I was just so excited. I jumped the gun. You got so stoked. Yeah, you're. Get a look. Your your minutes from last week. Uh, we we have a whole. Um, this episode is mostly like about. You, the listener, and how we can engage you more and what you want out of us. But also doing a little bit of a postmortem on this season. Um, I have messaged Ify and Bria about coming back for their first experience of The Bachelor. Uh, Ify's been pretty busy for And shout out. Good job. Good for you, Ify. We love that you're getting work. Mm-hmm. Um, keep getting work. You know what I mean? But uh, we're, we're hoping that we can work something out. And if, if he can't make it, we'll, ma- we'll get Bria on alone, and then we'll get Ify on another time. We'll just make that happen. Those will be kind of like bonus episodes where we talk to people who watch it for the very first time. Mm-hmm. And then in the off season, up until we start Katie's season of The Bachelorette, we're going to talk Are You The One? Specifically, Are You The One season two at the moment? Because I think that's just 10 episodes. 10 weeks should take us to Katie's season, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Um, so we're taking it from there. If we need to speed it up at the end, we'll do two episodes at a time. So please just start watching. Are you the one season two? If you're going to watch it along with us in the States, I believe they're available on Netflix and on Hulu. I might be mistaken, but I believe they're there. That said in Canada, if you've got crave, I've got great news for you. The best reality TV show ever made. Are you the one is on crave? And it's also on MTV.ca. So check out episode one of Are You The One Season 2. Uh, we're going to get caught up on it. We were, uh, we've already asked Kix to join us on as many episodes as she can do. And uh, th- this is another part that we'd like to ask you. I've actually I texted out. Oh, am I going to cut this out? Nope, probably not. I texted Amy about it. She She's interested in watching it too. Oh, so okay. Yeah, so we might get Amy back on. We're, we're With the hours a little bit more flexible since we don't have to do it the night before it yeah. comes out anymore, we can maybe afford to work something out with some guests whose schedules are a little bit tighter than... Because Amy had to leave mid-episode uh, mid last time, and we don't, we don't want to have to put her in that position again. That really sucks. You know, she yeah. felt bad about it, and I, you know, whatever. You know, I, 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 I love her to bits, and I'll always have her back, even if she's here for, like, five minutes. Like, I don't care. But, uh... All that to say. And plus, we're watching Are You The One specifically, not just because Mike <laughs> is a disciple of that church. Yeah, it's a but great because I have never that seen church. the show. I have never seen That's Are right. You The One. So this is going to be my first And I first keep talking time. about it. And, and like everyone who, who <laughs> watches reality TV specifically always brings up. They, there's two shows everyone always brings up. When I Tell say em. that, I watch The Bachelor. And it's Tell Are em. You The One and, and Love Island, the UK version. Yes, which and I haven't seen either. Bro, you got to watch Love Island. But this is going to be the next off season, I think. I, watch Love Island on your own time. Like, <laughs> Oh, shit. Okay. It's, Why? It's too horny for the pod? 
Well, no, no, no. I mean, like, we, like, you don't have, like, you should just watch the show. You need to prioritize okay. your life. Well, to I, watch. I'm going to once I can find a good streaming of it. Because I stooped to the bottom of the barrel this week. Mm. I straight up watched seven episodes of a series that I did not know existed called Queen Bees on Prime this week. Watched it all in a day. Uh, and it is terrible it's like somebody was like okay mean girls is hot right now let's do like a brat camp for mean girls so it's all these like 19 20 somethings uh and it's seven of them get into a house and they're all like the queen bee mean girls people nom in their lives nominated them like yeah she's got a problem and then they get there and they think oh we're gonna win it's a competition to see who's the fiercest and all this shit and then it's it they, they get turned on their head and it's like a progress report star system like in grade school it is it is so demeaning but they're like selling it like and it's all over the place Perez Hilton shows up at some point it, honestly what it's it's by Dr. Michelle Tyra Banks's walk on doctor for that for the her talk show for a while look it is not it is not good but did i watch all seven episodes yeah Okay. My dog so fell asleep words, on me, and I did not want to move. Morally, okay? is terrible. Entertainment-wise, it's fantastic. <laughs> not even. The really? only entertaining part about it is that Stassi Schroeder is on it, and she's one of the real housewives of, I want to say, like, New Orleans or something. Like, she's, mm -hmm. she's one of the real housewives now. So she's, she's, like, one of the reality TV stars that people would know. Uh, and so she's she's the one person I think I, I know from that show at all that I was like, I recognize you from something. Then why did you yeah. finish binging it if it wasn't even good entertainment wise? Well, I'm working on my computer at the same time. I got my puppy in my lap who's just like adorable and asleep. And when I move, she's like, oh, we playing? We playing? I'm like, I got to keep working. And she's like, fine, I'm going to go back to sleep. And I'm like, yeah, you're an angel. I don't want to move anymore. You're too cute. I don't want to do this to you. I don't want to get your hopes up like that. Um, so I watched it, man. It's easy to binge a show like that. You put it on in the background. Don't even pause when you have to go to the bathroom. Dude, I put, I kept, look, I'm saying I watched every episode. I kept it on during a workout where I like wasn't paying attention to the screen at all. Cause I had too much going on and then left it on while I was in the shower and all that stuff on a, like just not watching. So I was like, I'm fine with that. This is like the first time in a while that I have a show that I feel like I can interact with it like that. Mm -hmm. So if you need that show, Queen Bees on Prime, it is bad, bad. And if there's more of it out there, I'd watch more. <laughs> <laughs> that was not the ending I was expecting. <laughs> Just like, yeah, I know. This show sucks. It's awful. It's terrible. It's bad. And if they make more of it, sign me up. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean... That's how I feel about a lot of the Bachelor episodes, too. Like, where yeah, I'm like, sure. oh, I hate this so fucking much. I just can't wait for the next season. You know, like, I just. I love yeah. how most of the majority of the people I know who watch The Bachelor and Bachelorette were all very, like, oh, my God, I'm not even going to fucking finish this season. This is so awful. This is terrible. Yeah, yeah. So you're not going to watch tonight's episode? Of course I'm going to watch tonight's episode. What? Am I going to be out of the loop because I hate a thing? No. You think I watched WandaVision because it's good? I see. I picked the popular show, but I know that that show is pretty good. Like, I haven't I seen haven't it, seen but it. I, a friend of mine has vouched for it pretty hard. Here's why I haven't seen it. Uh, no interest in Disney+. Plus. 
I'm not gonna pay for another uh, streaming subscription. Mm. Uh, See, my yeah. my brother has it because he has a kid, so I just reap the benefits yeah. of that. See, that's that's where you gotta be. Yeah, you know, you gotta you gotta know or be related to someone who doesn't pull out. Well, we'll find out how that goes <laughs> in my family. Didn't really want to think about my brother and his fiance going at it, but like, why you got to do this to me? Why is this how you choose to live your life? I I could hear and see you lose your patience. A blood vessel burst. <laughs> you saw you saw something in my face rupture, and you were like, "That's it. That's not a blemish. Something inside him." Couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Well, no, you son of a... Yeah. Your mom's great, I'm sure. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm going to say, you're a dick. <laughs> I don't know All why right. I'm a little shit. I, I know I am. <laughs> yeah, you're being a little shit. <laughs> I know I am one. I know, I know you that. are. I know you are. And I I'm don't here know for why I have to be this person, but I just get you're so gonna, much joy hey. from it. <laughs> This is a new wrinkle in our development, and uh, we're working yeah. on it. Our honeymoon phase is over. It. Oh, wow. That hurt a little more than I wanted it to. Uh, oh, I'm it sorry, baby. Don't, <laughs> Don't take away the romance. Uh, so speaking of romance, first of all, find us online. Very easy to do. At Topher Mejia on Instagram. Mm-hmm. On Twitter, on TikTok, on TikTok too. Link tree, so link tr, so dot ee slash Topher Mejia mm-hmm. for all your Topher Mejia needs. And if you swap his name for mine, link tree Mike Carosa, so l i n k t r dot ee slash Mike Carosa, m i k e c a r r o z z a, you'll find all my shit, including my other podcast, Bummer Boys, that I talked about earlier, my album Cherubic, which is. <laughs> Um, you know, coming up on the what was supposed to be the official release date back when it was 2020. Like the original pitch for the release date was like May. Uh, I got to check my notes, but it was either May 4th or 19th and then got pushed to September. Um, but that's out. You can check out twitch.tv slash Kyle Kinane to join me and Kinane playing Red Dead Redemption 2. And uh, Mike Carosa 91. I've got a Discord. If you want to hop in there, we could talk Bachelor. We could do everything. Let's party. All that said, let's get into what we really want to talk about this episode. First off, it's about you, the listeners. I want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to a non-episode also, which I realize is probably... The best way to get diehards to respond is to put it in an episode that they're going to listen to no matter what, uh, <laughs> but uh, might not get the more casual folks uh, in here. That said, you're great. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, what can we do to make you happy? What can we do to make you feel like you want to listen to this more or you know, what would make you happy about the show? Tell us who, you, who do you like? Who are your favorite guests? Well, try to get them back or it, were there guests you hate <laughs> impossible uh don't even mention that in <laughs> in the email i don't want to know if there were people you hated because i i disagree with you immediately i think all our guests are great they all got a rose from us um and uh the other question is uh am i too rambly uh <laughs> 
appropriate say place yes. for it. <laughs> you son of a bitch. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so the idea being that I... We tend to talk a lot off the top. We do a lot of riffing together. It goes for about 20 minutes or so, and then we get into the episode. And uh, even when we're recapping the episode, it's not so much recap as it is recap one thing, talk for 20 minutes. Recap another thing, talk for 20 minutes. And before we know it, we're three hours deep into an hour and a half podcast. And, uh, you know, we, we, we're, looking, we're looking to bring that number down. That's, that's what we're hoping for. But um, what do you think? Do you want more riffs or do you want more recap? Because we are going to talk about the show no matter what. Um, when it comes to the recaps, do you want the events of the recaps recapped or like quotes specifically? Do you want it to be sequential? Do you want it to be more like by vibe, like what we feel like talking about? We jump around the episode without having to talk about the sequence of events, you know. Uh, all that to say, email us. We didn't get a rose at gmail.com. That's the best place to reach us for anything like this. We didn't get a rose at gmail.com. You can do that very easily. You got your phone in your hand. You're ready to go. Do it. Just uh, tell us what you like, what you don't like. Rate us on iTunes if you can. Uh, five stars preferably. If not, give us a chance. Send us an email and we'll do better for you. And then don't rate us on iTunes if it's not five stars, please. Please don't do that to us. We need this. Um, so that's that's that for that. And now we can talk about our feelings on this season of The Bachelor. Chris, yeah. Mejia. So it's funny because, like, obviously, if you not yes. only listen to this podcast, but just if you've talked to me in person, followed me on social media, I have expressed my dislike for Matt several, several times. Several times. Now that the season is done, mm -hmm. and just the fallout of everything, mm. I I don't take back my criticisms of Matt. I think all of my right. criticisms of Matt still stand. But I do now yeah. have a lot of sympathy for Matt. I think overall... Completely agree. I think overall, they should, one, they should have gotten, as The Bachelor, they should have gotten someone who was an alum of the show. I think. Oh. And, like, a lot of people complain about just recycling alum as bachelors and bachelorettes, mm -hmm. which I understand that. I, I truly yeah, do. Yeah. I think what we saw with Matt and... This isn't to say that this is going to be the case for everybody if they get a note, you know, someone who hasn't been on the show. But it was very much, I think in, in hindsight, it started to become a little obvious. Matt didn't know what the fuck to do. I think Matt... Right. He, was, he hadn't gone through the machine before. He hadn't gone through the machine. And I think because he was very... Because of the fact that his best friend is Tyler C., he knew going in the level of attention that is going to be on you with this show and how one mistake can be your crucifixion. And I think, mm. I think that could be why he was so reserved. Like I know for the longest time, like we all spec and I still think there's a, there's a basis of truth in this. Uh, a lot of Matt's reservations was the producers trying to make him as <clears throat> safe 
safe of a black man as possible Yo. for middle America. I still think that's very much true, but I also think there was a lot of reservation that was purely match choice because of the fact of just like, I don't want to say the wrong thing, and now everyone hates me, or, you know, this is a really, and then also like, I think he was reserved because as we saw, the dude had a lot of personal shit. Yo, he wasn't dad. ready. He just, he needed to work through that shit, mm. and he was definitely, he signed up, for, I mean, at the end of the day, like, bro, you said it was up offered to, to you. Exactly. If something like this is offered to you, you're going to say no. It's it's definitely like while I don't blame him for still doing yeah. it. Yeah. Also, at the same time, bro, it was hella irresponsible to get go on this show. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But I do have sympathy for him because one. Definitely. One, he did the he very much did whether I agree or not that Rachel shouldn't have won at all, which even if even if the, Rachel didn't have all of this racist shit, yeah. I would I still would have felt that Michelle should have, you know, been the 100%. winner. 100%. Yeah, no, absolutely. They make sense. Yeah. But this just speaks to the point that Matt was not ready. Yeah. Right? I, I, I think deep down, this was just, this was a symptom of like, I think this is a common symptom between uh, that happens with a, a lot of men and a lot of women when it comes to dating. Of you just meet someone who has it together so much that you know, like, oh, this is this is who I should marry. Mm-hmm. But that idea is so scary because you don't, unless you're purposely changing the way you date to look for something long term. Mm. Unless you're specifically like. That's it. I'm tired of games. I'm tired of having fun. I'm no tired of dating games. around. I want to yeah. find someone to settle down. Unless you enter that mood. If you're like, oh, no, I'm dating and, you know, I'm living life. And, like, mm. sure, yeah, if I meet someone, that would be great. That, the sure I'll meet someone is not actually, like, I want to. Because you will run into that person who you theoretically could go long term with. But then it, it's just, like, you realize I'm not actually ready for that. So it kind of turns you off. And I feel like Rachel seems like a safer choice because it seems like less of him having to confront the fact of like, oh, I want to marry this person. Like, oh, I have to think long term. I have to think. Whereas Rachel was probably more of a fun, like, she's fun. I have a great time with her. And like, yeah, you know, if we can get married, we'll get married. But like, you know, it, it, it allowed him to justify taking things slow. If that makes sense. Yeah, I guess so. But I mean, taking things slow on a show where your main agreement is like you getting down on one knee at the end of the whole thing. Oh, several flaws. Yes. Yo, but he when he kept saying like my wife is in this room. Like that's something that like my wife is in this room, but I will not be proposing to her in three months. I can definitely see that we're going to go the distance, but. Like, this is a proposal that's probably, like, two, three years down the road. Is that okay with everybody? You know what I mean? Like, right. that that's not as catchy as being, like, my wife's here, you know? So, right. I bet that there's some some bit of production behind him saying shit like that or, like, being so flippant about it. Like, there's a lot of moments in this season that I was, like, looking back on them. I'm thinking, like, this dude... When Victoria was on and he like 
she was like, can I have a kiss after he was like, can I walk you upstairs? Uh, and he was like, um, okay. Could have been like, nah, I like, I, I, the production wants you around. Like I, I know it hurts to say that to somebody, but he's like, like I, to me, I felt like he was too trapped by the idea that production gets to tell him what to do. Whereas some of the past contestants who have been on the show as the cast rather than the bachelor, the bachelorette, um, they, they come into the, the main role, the bachelor, bachelorette knowing like production is going to tell me to do all this shit. I saw how it came out the next, like while the season aired. Mm -hmm. And now I know this game enough to be like, I'm not doing that part or that I, I know what it's like to be kept around for the wrong right. reasons or that kind of thing. So right. I, I feel like, okay, this season had some pretty cool moments, some shitty moments, uh, overall, um, I mean, I wanted to save this for Brian Iffy. Overall, I want to say this was probably not the best first season to get into. No. Because rather than having the internal discourse of the show in the universe of the show, we had the real world impact of stuff like Chris Harrison defending Rachel and like the real world impact of like, yo, this is racist as shit. Like this is so much. Um, this is so, so bad. And while, yeah, the show hasn't been top-notch at doing anything, well, like, the fact, you know, they, they definitely should have handled this better, all this stuff. I definitely feel like this was not the season to be like, I'm getting into this. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's very much... It's not that... It's not that, like... I Yeah, I, I see what you're saying, where it's just, like, it's not that, like, oh, if it was a previous season... You know, there yeah. wasn't going to be race stuff getting in the way. It's not like that at all. No, it's no. just more in the lines of like this. This season showed like the true ugly side of this show, and saw yeah. how saw from how night terrible one. the right from night yeah. one, and shows how f terrible the franchise handles this kind of stuff. Yeah. And there's less incentive to be like, this is not good for me. And there's less that's enticing to convince me to stick around again. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas if like, you're already used to the show and you already like the show, you already know this when franchise you're in, you're in. is not going to handle anything with a moral compass. Right. Uh, so this but is it's just usually, man, it's usually like moments where it's, it's stuff. Okay. Take Hannah B's season, for example, right? <sighs> Favorite season. Great season. It's a good season of The Bachelorette. You had, you know, the, the whole time you're rooting for everybody involved except for one monster, Luke P. Yeah, and he sticks around for there too long. There was another villain. Who was the other villain? I don't even remember. I I don't need to. That dude, Luke P, should overshadow everybody in this franchise for fucking villain, dude. Him and um, <laughs> dude on the podcast. I'm not cutting that out. Before we started recording, Chris let let loose like seven or eight burps, and then now he's like clearing he's clearing house on the podcast. After he spent time before being like, "Hold up, hold up, I, I, I it'll be fine when we record." I swear. <laughs> at I staying that, in. When I let at that staying out, in. I forgot we were recording. <laughs> <laughs> what you think we're gonna have a conversation about shit like this and be 
cognizant of an audience. Like we just spent five minutes being like, "Hey, audience, what do you want from us? What do you like to hear? What do you?" <laughs> and then and now you're like, "Ah, oh, shit, fuck, we're recording or no?" <laughs> Oh, you ding dog man! I love you. <laughs> oh, sorry, I got the shot because I'm looking at. You're Hannah looking B's, at. Uh, yeah, cast. look for the other villain. I'm gonna describe what I liked about it in terms of how they didn't handle it well either. Okay, so while on Hannah B's season, you're rooting for a bunch of people. The guys seemed fine for the most part. When there was drama, it was usually between the guys. When you were upset at the show, it was usually because of a decision. Of the Bachelor, the Bachelorette, or like one of the guys, like you hated them for something that they did on the show. Whereas everything I felt like I brought to the show this season felt like outside energy coming in. Rachel on the show, like I wouldn't have known that she was a racist, you know what I mean? Or as Emmanuel Acho decided to put it, uh, racially ignorant or uh, something like that. You know what I mean? Like all the stuff that I brought in that was, um, you know, I, I was reacting to the show with negatively was mostly from the perspective of like this coming in. You know what I mean? From outside rather than being like, yes, I are moments where I'm like, Matt, you're making a dumb decision. That's part of the fun. You know what I mean? But some of that is colored with the fact that from the get-go, I'm like rooting against Rachel. When up until we meet her family, we're kind of just like, yeah, she's bland, but she seems pretty sweet. You know what I mean? So it was this season was a lot more like the extra diegetical pieces of it coming in way more than they usually do. Um, was Jed the other villain? Because Jed is a villain. Uh, yeah, Jed, so the, I could have sworn there was a villain before Luke, but there really was. I mean, always I think Cam, it was the other maybe. Luke. Yeah, well, Cam is another. Yeah, Cam is a villain in that he's just a wild card crazy person. Yeah, he's just so, an annoying. But that's the thing is like the people on Hannah's season, for example, we keep using this example. The, the reason that you hated moments on Hannah's season were internal. It was like Cam go, like getting stupid, like needy and jealous on the show and crashing a date. Uh, by being like, I'm going to rap for you again. And you're like, fucking why? You know what I mean? Oh, or like Luke God. P saying some wild shit and Hannah being like, you can't do that. You have to listen to me. And he's like, okay, I will. And she's like, okay, well, leave the show. And he's like, I won't. And I don't care what you have to say about it. And you're like, and she's like, that's beautiful. Please stay. Here's a rose. You know what I mean? Like oh, her, God. that moment, you're like, fucking Hannah, you're crazy. And Luke is disgusting. I'm like, you know and That's so the actually, fun of Hannah the show. Was another example of like, girl, you should have just done a yeah. like. You needed more therapy. You you were not. No, I think I think Hannah would have been ready if she had not picked Jed. Like Jed. So there was also that whole thing where like Jed was done dirty by production, apparently, according mm -hmm. to Dylan and some other sources and whatnot. But man, all that all that stuff. I all mean, that even to say. Then, even if that I if he was less invested. did dirty, like that was another case of a Michelle versus um, Rachel situation where like Tyler C was Hannah B's Michelle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yet she still even if Jed wasn't dirty and he was yeah. he was framed, Tyler C was still clearly the superior decision. Exactly. Exactly. He was the right move. Like, Jed went to serenade Hannah with a goddamn guitar singing, mm, be a Mr. Right girl. Like, God, gross. 
Get out of my fucking sight. And that's what I want to watch on TV is somebody doing some dumb shit like that so I get to laugh with a bunch of friends and get angry at the TV instead of finding out like, oh, shit, did you know that this season's guy that you already hate is uh, it, oh, uh, really into dog fighting? I, want, I picked a, a, another thing because I didn't want to be like a racist because we already have that real world thing. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. So my, my point is this season was not the best season to get into the show personally. I do think that the discussion that, that, that's happening around it is super necessary. And yes. like absolutely the steps that they have been taking now that they've been caught basically. Yeah. Like fucking get – yes, keep doing that. Am, is it crazy? I think it's nuts that Tasha's hosting next season. Like – Okay, sure. You know what I mean? Like, it, right. it's so nuts to think about that life. You know and what I mean? And don't get me wrong. ABC is making these changes completely with the attitude of, fine, we will get a new yes. person. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, exactly. They're doing it completely out of spite. They yeah. do not. Well, they were basically like, okay, Rachel, will you do it? And Rachel Lindsay was like, fuck, no, I'm not going to do that. And then they were like, shit, who was the other black bachelorette <laughs> on the show? And they, uh, you know what I mean? Like, they, they were like, we're scrambling, we're scrambling. Emmanuel's only up for one episode. What are we going to do? Well, um, they're, they're, the producers are like, well, no, we've had black people on the show. We can ask exactly. a bunch of them. And then another producer is like, yeah, but we've only given three black women screen time. So our options are incredibly limited. Right, right. But then, you know, also, like, if you think about who could host the show, like, I don't know if Chelsea would be the right move to host the show. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think Chelsea's charming and fun, but I don't think Chelsea would be the right fit for hosting. There's a, there's a difference between charming as a, a contestant and charming as a host. Agreed. And also hosting in a way that's not going to be reactive. Like, I feel like, I don't know, something about Chelsea tells me that if she I also like the, I, I hope this about her. Okay, this is my crush on Chelsea coming out. I hope that she's somebody who sees some shit and goes like, that's not right. You know what I mean? <laughs> or like shows up at the rose ceremony and is like, all right, it's the last rose. And then he calls a name and then she's like, fucking her? And you're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Chelsea, stop it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that's know? why like as much as I would love to be the, <laughs> the host of The Bachelor and Bachelorette, I know. but I know I couldn't. Because oh, I not would, even. I would do that kind of shit. Just like, like it would be like Sarah, and I'd be like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Be like, "Oh, okay, wild card day." You know what I mean? Or, like, or just like moments where like the bachelorette was just like is just like crying, and she's like, I "Yeah, don't yeah, know yeah." What, I don't know what to do. I can't believe he did this to me. And I, I would just like, I would look the bachelorette right in the eyes. I'd be like, "Is it okay if I put your hand, my hands on your shoulders? Like, is that okay?" And she's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay. yeah." I do it. I'm like, hey, look at me. Look at me. She's like, yeah. I'm like, I have no sympathy for you. Whoa. Wow. You, 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 you chose a noodle boy who plays guitar. And we all told you he brought nothing yeah. to the table. And yeah, you yeah. were like, but His my family heart. was icy to you. His family <laughs> iced you out the entire time you were there. You like, showed up we, to Texas and it was cold for the first time in history. <laughs> 
was like, we told you, we told you he wasn't good. Uh, and you're like, oh, but my heart. I'm like, well, you know what? Sometimes your heart's stupid. That's why your yeah. heart and your brain your heart's made are not decisions. the same organs. They're yeah. completely different. So I'm sorry, girl. This is, you should have. I mean, my. <laughs> anyway, keep doing what Chris, you're doing. It's making great television. <laughs> Chris, you're the bachelor and I'm the, I'm the host. Okay. You come to me with the problem. Be like, I can't believe what she did. This is really making me think this. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm the host. Okay. Mike, I thought I thought Ashley was going to be the one, but I just feel like she just hasn't been honest with me, and the fact that she hasn't uh, opened up really makes me doubt. That like, sucks. Yeah. The, the, like, if she's even capable of loving me. Like, did I make the wrong decision? Yeah. Yeah. Man, you have it so good. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> just that I could like <laughs> my active listening up until then, like not just like so like not not just the nods, but like throwing a couple uh yeah ooh that's tough yeah 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 ooh dude she's uh yeah no no yeah yeah um I mean you should clearly dump her, but I'm not allowed to say that oh what Rod get away from me. Get away from me. You know, I'm talking to the production being like, we got to get him out of there. He's about to give him real advice, you know. <laughs> uh, I love the idea of a bachelor or bachelorette host who's just jealous <laughs> of all of the, <laughs> like, dating luck. And, Not and a bad <laughs> sketch. Not a bad sketch. It's it, I'm writing it down. It's honestly. It's like, oh, I a- can't decide between these three women. Huh. Must be nice. <laughs> Yo. Honestly, that's so funny. That is very funny. Uh, and listener, if you've seen something like this, please let us know before we spend too much time on it. But uh, <laughs> this is so funny. Like, I mean, I know that Chris Harrison was being fed lines in his earpiece and, like, that's his job and whatnot. But, like, could you imagine he was, like, off book? He He, like... Decided to be like, you know what? Fuck this. And he pulled the earpiece out of his ear and he was like, hey, Matt, look, we see all the footage, right? Uh, Michelle is clearly the one for you. And you keep gravitating towards Rachel almost like, you know, it's going to end. Mm -hmm. And like, I want to tell you straight up. Look at me. Don't look away, buddy. You're crying so much. It's good for you. Honestly, you're getting through some stuff. Look at me, though. Look at me, please, Matt. First of all, proud of you. Proud of you for crying and shit, but like, look at me. Look at me. Just dumper, dude. You got you got the real deal here, and if you're not ready for the real deal, be honest with us, please. And then instead of being like, well, your heart's going to want what it wants, and you're going to go with that heart, and heart guides us home because Jesus loves, Jesus is everything, and you know what? I also see a bit of Jesus in both these women. I'd have a hard time too, I guess. You know what I mean? So, um... Anyway, here's some things I liked about the season. Because mm-hmm. I've got a whole bunch of stuff I didn't like about the season. Okay, because this yeah, is going to be what? like let's a be positive. Let's let's try. To yeah, <laughs> let's I'm going to go through. Positive. I'm going to go through all of them. So here's the thing. I like. Did I? Okay. What do you think about them saving five women to bring in later? So, manufactured drama. Here's the thing. Yeah. When they did it with Tasha's season. They did yes. it right off the bat. It like, felt purposeful because she felt like it already makes, knocked out some guys. Yeah, right. It, it felt like it made a lot of sense because of the yes. fact that Claire knocked people out. 
Exactly. So when they did it with Matt's season, it just felt, and, and, and how far into the season they did it. And just considering the fact that because of COVID, you know, they were already picked and they yeah. purposely, because they had to be quarantining. They had stuff. to have been there. Yes. So they purposely just put these women to the side to save yeah. for late. I think knowing that because of COVID, knowing that it's just like, it was just too obvious that this was clearly yes. a manipulation play. Right. So here's here's my thing. On a perspective of it's reality TV, I'm all for it. Right? Because oh, yes. I'm thinking I'm thinking, yes, drama rules. Okay. Right. I like that they have let's be that. real. No matter how much no matter how much we complain about the drama on the show, like yes. for everyone that complains about how much Mean Girls behavior was on this season, the Mean Girls shit made this season watchable, whether you want to admit it or not. It, well, I mean, it made me fall for Katie. Okay, I can't. I so the fun part was that that was a bit for a while that I was doing because of the potential that she'd come on the podcast, and now that's just out of the question. So I just got to lay off on all this. Yeah. So now you're just shit. sounding like a creep. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Now I'm like, yeah. So, but like, that's the thing though. It made it made Katie the star who that she is. Um. So all all I'm saying is like yes the mean girl shit did sell it. I think that the mean girl shit could have happened regardless. Like it did feel like that there was potential for that, you know, in in the group that was already there. I think when it comes to reality TV purposes, do that again, right? But mm-hmm. at the same time, be a little bit more purposeful with it cuz this did feel like they did it immediately and it was COVID, uh so you knew that they had to have them right off the bat. And you're like, okay, but if this is like regular world bachelor, be like, look, we're in Ireland now and we have five Irish women who can join us here. You know what I mean? Like where they're, that's, that's their twist or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that could be fun. I just don't feel good about the producers getting none of the blame when it literally tore the house apart when these women showed up and actually ended up with that slut shaming stuff, like yeah. the Brittany Anna stuff, like. It, it, I mean, look, Anna, fucking Anna, dude. We called it right off the bat, right? When mm-hmm. we were reviewing, we were like, this is not the... And then I was like, well, I mean, she's, you know, I th- she's cuter than I thought she'd be. Again, those pictures do nothing for nobody. And then I was like, Anna, uh, you seem like you could be fun, like a nice time. And then she just was like, I'm going to get time with him. And then she finally sits down with him and she's like, <laughs> I'm just awkward. <laughs> and then... I heard that she's uh, an escort, so that's a pretty big deal for me. Uh, it's gonna make me the talk of the town. And you're like, look, man, it could like it could really fuck with somebody because the like not everybody's up to speed on that being like, you know, a fine thing to be doing. You know what I mean? Not that we should all be here like, yeah, let's shroud in secrecy and stuff, but it is still like, the law hasn't caught up on it, and mm-hmm. it's not safe enough. You know, so it's like it could be very dangerous. I will say the that. fact that this happens now, I like I. F- yes, society has very, very slowly been co- getting more open to that. Bro, idea. that's us talking in a bubble, though, man. Like we're not. We can't forget that. We can't that's forget true. that because, okay, this for example, because I know where you're going. I know where mm-hmm. you're going. But like this, just for your example, I played magic with a group of guys online. 
Mm-hmm. And because uh, I was on this in the, on this show with like two guys that host a podcast and my buddy who's like, I host this online show. Come play. We all played. And they like didn't curse, but they weren't like fan of me cursing so much and all this stuff um, where like that's a that's a problem for them where they're like, it's not family friendly and we don't we don't like that kind of stuff. We try to be like clean about it. And I'm like, oh, OK, so what's like your deal? It's like, well, we do Bible study. And I'm like, well, shit, dude, like. Bible study, but you're talking about how like these magic cards are like your your favorite and you're like idolizing them. It's like, yeah, but we don't like pray to them or anything. I'm like, yeah, but I mean like you're taking such liberties with some things. I'm not here to tempt you out of your ways, but like Right. You know what I mean? So like they weren't they weren't to that extent. I'm just right. talking about magic and Christianity and all that shit. But I'm here to say like these guys were like, We run a family friendly podcast. I'm not going to re like we did this bit where I was like, well, everybody want, does everybody want to say fuck this guy in the chat? Cause some guy was being a dick in the chat and they were like, well, we're not going to repeat exactly that, but we hope that that guy, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, to me, that's like, Oh, that's, that's how far back a lot of this stuff is. You know yeah. what I mean? We're like, even so I read this tweet and I don't remember from when it was, but it was like this guy, uh, listening to songs, with his kids in the car and he was like, I put on a CD and I was like, look, uh, just so you know, they say the F word in this song. And then they got, got through the song and he was like, Oh, I thought you said he says the F word. He's like, well, he said, fuck. And he was like, Oh, that F word. It's like, that's not a bad word. Like one of those words, like the new, like the F word as we know it now, one of those words hurts someone. The other just doesn't, you know what I mean? Right. So, that that's like the energy I'm I'm hoping for moving forward where I'm like right. curse words aren't the problem it's the intent behind them and right. some words there's no mistaking that intent they're all it's all just hate right, right. so um all this to say yes we're in a time where there's a lot more acceptance for sex work what with like only fans and like all that shit coming to light we're like but we're also in the same timeline where a woman who was an EMT literally saving people's lives had an OnlyFans account uh, like that she that she had and was making money off of that and had I don't know how many subscribers and like just like making bank like an, right. like actually enough to clear living in New York City because apparently that EMT job didn't work uh, didn't like make enough you know what I mean right. And then, uh, but then that got her fired. You know what I mean? We're not living in the same, we're not living in the same world that we're hoping we're living in. Right. Like there's still a whole realm of progress that needs to be made. I I feel like because of COVID and during COVID that is start, it sparked that boom of OnlyFans Mm -hmm. that a lot of common people started view like OnlyFans was their kind of gateway to understanding sure. that sex work is not this like dirty you go under a bridge and like right. kind of like where it's just like oh it's like you know what I already go on the internet to look at porn and here's some titties and I know it goes to someone sure I'll pay for their OnlyFans yeah. and like so because of the like because of that I feel like if this boom didn't happen less people would have been on Britney's side. Uh, but that being point. said, I okay. still agree I still agree with you that even though there were a lot of people on Britney's side, there's still this huge portion 
of the Bachelor Nation that's just mm-hmm. like, well, what did a- well, Anna didn't do anything wrong? She was just bringing that right. up, and it's it's a good question if she's. I wouldn't escort. want. I mean, I know I wouldn't want my wife to have gone done that for work. Like, what does that say about yourself? You value, you know, that kind of discord. right. Like, it's disgusting right. to me that they they go to that level. You know that that's the way that they view that stuff. So right. I'm saying like. Look, man, I I think that they didn't have like this season was just like it's like they it's like this season was like buying a ticket to see a juggler and then the guy pulled out bowling balls and then like dropped every single one on his toe on purpose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like just like instead of juggling them, he like held them and like dropped one at a time, broke his toe and was like more and then just kept going. Mm-hmm. That's the how way- much they fumbled this whole thing. The way they fumbled the Britney stuff, the way they handled the race stuff, the way they handled Rachel, the way they handled Yo. the after the rose. The way they, they handled, couldn't if, deep dive Rachel. They couldn't the, deep dive, bro, man. It all it felt like it felt like when like how like all of this and just coming to realize how bad like this franchise handles stuff like that. Yeah. Uh it, it's kind of like I'm trying to decide which analogy I want to use. It's like having an old friend who you haven't yeah. seen in a while, and then when you hang out with with them again, you're just you're like, "Oh no!" Oh you're, yeah, you suck, dude. You've you always su- sucked. Oh, yeah. you suck. Oh, oh you suck so much. You're an ignorant person. But like what we're hoping for is that now that they're being called out on it, like maybe this friend showed up to a party and like. Somebody new was like, well, you guys hang out with this piece of shit? Like, you know that this mm-hmm. is wrong. It's like, yeah, but he's like, he's been the source of some good times. And you're like, yeah, but you, like those times are, are done. Like you have those memories. You don't need to keep supporting this garbage. Mm-hmm. And it's like, y- you're right. Maybe that guy does 180. You know what I mean? Maybe, right. maybe there is hope for this franchise. I hope there is. I don't want to feel guilty watching something. I already feel guilty watching. You know what I mean? And what's weird too, the fact that they still haven't made this leap into being aggressive. Like the only reason why it surprises me is because when you look at it from like a capitalist corporation point of view, mm-hmm. it's the tr- it's it's considered the cool profitable thing to appear progressive and be like, look at us, well, look at be- us, dude. It's not it's not everywhere. I know I know it's not everywhere, but but I, I will say like time and time again you've seen so many companies who like they're not they're not like the serving yeah. only the liberal hub. They're serving everybody, but they right. take that very performative stance of like They do, yes. Okay, you're right, you're right. So because because and they only do that because since it's popular now, they know they're gonna sell more. I mean, there's obviously. I well, mean, do you think it's to sell more? Or is it because they're like we're afraid of this mythical cancel culture that doesn't affect anybody to the degree that you'd you know you'd believe? To, to be honest, I feel like hmm, that's a good. Point. Like I've never I seen. It, okay, I think I've never equally. seen a store during Pride have a rainbow flag out front out, out front of their store and been like. That's you, they have that. Okay, now now we're cool. You know what I mean? Right. I've never felt that from them. Like I so I. But then again, maybe somewhere down the line there is somebody who's like, 
oh sick nike had their uh their check rainbow colored for pride i'm gonna go buy nike shoes and you're like whoo sweatshop out money you know right like, that's actually a good point i think yeah, because in fact, I would say even now people are aware of like, oh, you're just doing this practices and to shit. try yeah, to exactly. to try to get her. So I, I think it's it's probably you're right. It's probably more out of fear. Of well, of right being- now I feel like the bachelor is absolutely acting out of fear rather yeah. than doing the right thing. But hopefully that turns into doing the right thing is the motive because right. like. Let's face it, man. Like, this is a show that's been on for 25 years, okay? This is, like, or 20-something years, okay? Mm -hmm. This is a show that's been around for so, so long. And you're still catering to the same viewers, if not more leaning in that way, because it's only in the most, like, recent of seasons that we've seen a revival of, like, the religiousness being a Mm -hmm. big part of it. Like, Matt praying on the first episode... Man, I would have canceled this podcast right away if we hadn't already put out a couple episodes. Like, I, I can't watch that and think I, I, I get this. Like, watching Married at First Sight this season makes me so upset because their commitment to religion mm-hmm. has only hurt them in this season of Married right. at First Sight. You know what I mean? So to me, I have a very difficult time with this religion stuff. Tasha and Ivan seem like they would be an excellent match, right? Yeah. But, you know... Oh, we just don't have the right views. And so that just like stilted their whole thing. And right. so she and Zach are hopefully are doing okay. But like, I don't expect Zach to be like this, this much of a, I love Jesus guy. You know what I mean? But they're very upfront recently about, you know, Hannah B was like, God loves me and he knows I have sex. You're like, so, okay. Are we doing religion? Or are we doing like just believing in God passively? Because they're right. like, there's so many extremes in there. And that is absolutely catering to middle America or absolutely com- like catering to like middle Canada. Like these are the audiences that you are building towards still. And these are audiences that are most likely like from the jump. We're like, oh, my God, how scandalous. A show where a man dates 20 women. My God, we've truly seen it all. You know what I mean? Right. And now we're looking at it like, yo, this. 30 women, isn't that too little? You know, throw in an extra five. Right. You know, and let's, and let's expect them to not be mad about it when they're dating each other because this is just the show now. And it's not like they haven't all been brought up in a society where monogamy is like drilled into their heads or nothing. Right. You know? And it's just, it's always, and the reason, because I know, I know whenever so. there's moments like the Mean Girls moments or just like when they rally against the new girls and stuff. Like, I know a big complaint, like, I hear from friends of mine who are women who watch the show, it's just, like, they hate it because, it, it you know, it puts women in a, in a wrong light. Uh, but, oh, like, when you add new variables with the men, it does, it does the same thing. But I think the reason why it's so frustrating when it happens on The Bachelor and it's the women who are put in the wrong light is because just, like, what, what you literally just said, it just perpetuates that stereotype yeah. of, like, and then also, it's like in hindsight, I know all of those women in hindsight are going to be like, did I really just give the finger to sisterhood for a brick wall that has no yeah. personality? Like, yeah. like I didn't get I didn't get that much of a stipend or anything out of it. Like, right. Like, I'm not saying tear down hype. another woman for any man, but like, yeah. <laughs> you're going to tear down another woman for Matt James or Peter Weber. Like, come on. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the other thing is like this man. This season started out with a lot of support 
between the women, you know? And I feel mm-hmm. like I understand where Chelsea comes from when she was defending against Katie. And she was like, it was only toxic when you made it toxic. It was like, no, like it wasn't. Like you just, you just happened to like hold on to those memories of the early days of it mm-hmm. where they were much more supportive of each other. And like even on Victoria's first night where she was approaching Amber, I think. Mm-hmm. Who never talked to Matt, and she was like, "Are you doing marketing? Well, market yourself to Matt. You know that thing. I I hang on to that as like, see, that's the shit I want to see. I think it would be so fun to have every woman on that show be that girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think the quality of the women on this season was fantastic. Like, I think that for, I mean, at least early on, because they were just uplifting each other. Yeah. I think Katie did the right thing speaking up. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Without throwing anybody in particular under the bus, you know, I thought that, you know, I thought that I, get, I did also think that so many were so young. They're so young. What are you going to bring yeah. in a 21 year old to get married? You know, I don't I'm know. I'm confident that all, all of the women involved who did the mean girl shit years from yeah. now are going to be like, I was so fucking stupid. Yo, two years from now, fucking three months from now, dude. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I mean, I think the considering yeah. the fact that it's like, Katie's the Bachelorette. They should be kicking themselves now. Yeah. Like they, sh- if you don't, if you don't, it makes no sense to me if you're like MJ watching it and being like, Yo, Katie's the Bachelorette. Okay, I guess. Like, no. You like, are you missing the point here? Right. Katie like didn't. Like if- in fact, I, hopefully this is a message to future contestants to be like, you know what? Being the, the yeah. positive one has yeah. its rewards. And like also Katie being like, well, you just you dunked on Sarah the most. It's like, yeah. And I heard what she's going through. It's called adapting and growing. And it was a reality check. And they were like, <laughs> you're just fake. It's like she literally spelled it out for you. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, all that all this to say. I hope that future seasons have um, more women, more men who are more driven emotionally by like who are more emotionally intelligent is yeah. what I'm saying. Like um, as much as we all joked on Tasha's season being boring because we're just like, wow, when everyone's healthy, th- there's no drama. And when there's no drama, yeah. this show's boring. But well, like, I mean, then there was joked, Bennett and Noah. Like, that's... Oh, well, yeah. There was still some drama. But, like, some. as much as we joked about that... We it joked was, about it because Claire was batshit. That's why. Yeah. We had a whole new level reset. You know? Anyway. That's true. It's like going from, like, eating a terrible appetizer and then the entree is the best entree you've ever had. Like, you're just like... It was a radical change. But... Yeah. Uh, I think it was still so incredibly refreshing to see... Like, like for example, on Tasha season, when they did the the painting group date and all of the guys mm-hmm. were being so encouraging of each other when they were being so open about their emotions and shit, like yeah. that was super dope to see on television because it was like seeing grown men yeah, be emotional and then not giving each other shit for it. Like that was yeah. so great. So it's like, I mean, it's but, the only thing I liked about Too Hot to Handle. Which was like the the workshops where they were like, "Hey, that yes. really you're doing this about this, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe I loved know. I loved that challenge game. I hated day. everything else about that. I that liked show. that show. I hated it so much because it just felt like 
I I don't know. They it they it, they played it fast and loose with people coming and going, and I didn't like it so much. But I like mm-hmm. I like those workshops. I thought those were cool. Yeah, the work. Um, yeah, that, that workshop. Because I great. I agree. They could have done more of that. Like I don't know. All that to say, like there's a shit ton of stuff that went on this season that I hope we don't see again. But I think it's important that we did to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad that like they did bring on a lot more black women. A lot, you yeah. know, on on this season. Did they, they give them screen time? No, but at least they, they were there. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, and but that's the other thing is like they cut out so much. Mm-hmm. They held out dates, you know, and they, they got, cut out stuff that when they showed us. Yo, yeah. We're like, it would be one thing if they cut out shit and it just wasn't good, but they cut out stuff where it's like that would have been fun to watch. That would have been fun to watch. They cut out stuff like Chelsea was on Rachel's podcast where they talked about her relationship to hair and Matt's relationship to hair. That's an entire conversation that we got taken from us that would have been good to see. Yeah. Like, and I and I would be shocked to find out that there weren't more conversations like that. Yeah. I want to see the conversations with Rachel that made Matt feel like he was going to pick her, you know, because right. there was nothing beyond her, their attraction for each other. Right. Like Serena, C, like Serena P. Let's see something that isn't just like they were goofy together. That was cool. That was great. Mm-hmm. But like, why does Matt feel? You know what I mean? He gave her two first. Like he t- gave her two one on ones. Sick. Like. That's definitely a sign. So, like, give us a little bit more here and there, you know? Right. We're missing out on conversations. We're missing out on moments. They held out a lot on us this season they in did. favor of drama rather than development. And I feel like I would hope that with Katie being the next Bachelor, Bachelorette, um, that she'll, she'll bring a little bit more of an emotional intelligence to it because they're definitely leaning into the vibrator, like the sex positive stuff, and they're definitely going to lean in to her being like, look, I'm not the fun police, but I'm also not going to sit back and be yeah. privy to this shit. So, um, like I said, there was a lot to hate this season. There's also some to like. Um, you know, first of all, dad conversation was irresponsible and could yep. suck it. Fuck Bachelor. Na- like, all the Bachelor franchise, get fucked. That was unnecessary. I don't care if Matt was like, I want to do this. Like, have some self-awareness. You garbage. You garbage. Yeah. The fireside chat at the beginning, uh, who was it? Uh, uh, God, there was somebody. And I'm. if you remember who, just let me know. It was like, um, I, I, after that fireside chat or like during it, oh, you hear that sound? That's the sound of every black family that sat down to watch this thinking it was going to be any good. Shut the TV and go, he's picking a white lady. And that's in unison. <laughs> And I forget who said that. That might have uh, that might have been Mia. <laughs> that may, yeah, it might have been Mia. I was about to say it might have been you, and I was hoping. Or it might have been. Oh, saw. so I was definitely like that was that whole speech was just Matt being like, "I'm gonna pick a snow bunny. Get ready." Yeah, 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 yeah. We knew that, but I'm I'm thinking like this the collective sound of like TVs turning off and black people stopping to watch it right off the bat with that fireside chat. It just felt like it didn't serve anybody. And it was, I don't know, man, these, the conversations that they had around it where it was like, Oh, we're talking about race, but we're not, are we talking about race? We're like, Ooh, right. we're dipping our toe in the race talk. You know, um, it just felt annoying and, uh, ill advised and ill prepared. Even it just felt irresponsible. Yeah. Um, so bachelor, you got a lot of work to do. Um, yeah, so on my notes, I have the slut shaming thing, Rachel screening. They should have screened Rachel. Like, they should have screened everybody. The Jesus stuff, I don't care for. Like, the 
God stuff, the Fireside Check and Suck It, Dad Convo. Yo, Heather. The acting around Heather is hilarious and awful. I think they should, like, I think it'd be hilarious if they were like, yeah, open invite to anybody from Bachelor Nation, like all of the Bachelor franchise contestants. If you see a Bachelor that you're into, come on down. If there's a Bachelorette that you want to date, Peter Weber, show up on Michelle's season. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's so funny that they just were like, yeah, why not? Huh? I mean, they kind of did that on Peter's season where they just let Hannah B host one of the group dates. And then they had that conversation about the right. relationship. Right. But then and we also knew right off the bat that it would not be then back together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it they didn't have feel a like season they needed to shoot. Like it was exactly it. it, but it I, 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 yeah, I was just going to say, like, I, I just want this friend. I feel like they're half-assing in the sense where they want to be incredibly wacky, but they also want to be like, no, this is a romance show. And it's like, yeah, just go full in one of the directions. Either go full where we're going to be a romance oh. show, but we're going to have strict guidelines and stuff like that. Or we're going to be like, we're going to be as toxic and wacky and just out of pocket as possible. That's the thing is like, if they go too toxic, then they'll run into some problems there. If they go too stringent and like, we're, we're a dating show. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, well, shit, you're going to cloud out a lot of people whose values don't align with the way that you're doing it. Like, um, so I think, so I think the Heather stuff was great. Um, I had a point and I lost it. I lost it. Oh shit. Uh, oh, remember how they made Tasha and Ivan hold a kiss for like, oh, the ice uh, bath kiss. Yeah. in the ice bath. Mm-hmm. And they were like, this is what we're doing for a date. Stop that shit, please. No more. Stu- like make the dates actually something that you can see them connecting on. Like mm-hmm. the bowling date seemed fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I also really didn't fun. care for the, I don't care for the, like the, that kind of stuff. It's anyway. As much as we say that we like want, we don't want to tear people down and whatnot. I'm so ready to make fun of the next batch of guys. I'm so ready to make fun of the show. Like, give me another Sarah. I'm ready for it. Like, let's go. But at the same time, remember that we're just doing it for jokes. You know what I mean? If we're, if we're talking about a person on this show, we're not, unless they're vile, you know, we're not coming at them seriously. Like I've, I've said some shit about Matt James on this podcast that I'm like, I bet he's fine to hang out with. You know what I mean? Right. Like if we hung out, I bet we could be goofy. I'd, I'd probably even roast him about having abs and barely a personality. And he'll be like, no, it's the show. You know, I'll be like, but I'm here now. You know what I right. mean? <laughs> like, yeah. Like I, I made a TikTok. Uh, I was going to do a TikTok series where I was just going to make jokes about what each of the contestants look like and not even like, it got reported and as yeah bullied. by all the tanners because and you like, made fun of tanners. Here's here's the thing. I did see some comment. Like I saw one girl. She commented, "This feels really mean." And like at first, like I rewatched my video and like I don't call any of the men ugly. I don't no. say like probably the harshest thing I said was that Michael looks like he wears socks with sandals and like he did. <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah. nothing I said that was harsh was out of pocket. Like in the right. sense of like, that just seems false. Like, or right. like, yeah, one guy I said looked like he would break up with you and then ask 
if your roommate if was friend, single. Yeah, exactly. But like, you that that's a that's a thing. There are people who look like fuckboys. There are people who look like bitches. It's, right. But that doesn't mean they are. Right. It just that's but what you look but, like. That's the thing. Is like, first of all, I don't like the. I'm not a big roast guy. I don't like that stuff to begin with. But mm-hmm. when it's something that is just so whatever we don't know these guys yet you know what i mean like we're mm-hmm. like we're ready for them to change our minds you know what i right. mean you think like you I, think when i saw yosef's picture i was like this dude looks like you know uh f- i can't do roasts you know what i mean i thought like <laughs> you think I, I looked at it and i was like yeah i really hope what i'm saying is true i was like no let's see what this guy's right. you know whole deal is i was right. when we were making fun of anna i didn't want to be right you know what I mean? Like right. we would just we called that shit, but like, I was ready. See, I turned around on Anna. I was like, she's great. She seems fun. She seems like my kind of goofy. Right. And then she pulled that shit on the show, and you know, I will so, say I am glad the video was taken down because the yeah. comment section was getting very mean. It was a lot of people being like, "Wow, so Katie's just getting a bunch of duds," and it was just like, "Okay, uh, I'm talking about." I'm just saying this dude looks like a lost member of Mumfords and Sons. Like, y'all are, like, yeah, straight up a lot, being which, like, honestly, a lot of people got crushes on those guys. Yeah. And, like, here's the thing. And I, I'm like, I only have a minute for TikTok. Yeah. So I, can't, I, didn't yeah. have, I didn't have time to elaborate this. But, like, fucking, there's, there was women on Matt James' season. When we look at the cast photo and we're like, what? And then you see them on the show. You're like, right. they are gorgeous. Oh yeah, they are absolutely like it's these the photo like the photos. Well, do you remember? It- look, do you remember what I said about Katie's picture? I was like, I don't know, she like doesn't seem like she fits in or like something like. I didn't like her picture. I was like, this mm-hmm. she seems like not fun. And then the do- fla- dog flash mob. I was like, yeesh, not for me. Right. And then here oh, I, I am. Forgot about that. Here I am eating my words, being like, yo, Katie's the best part of this season. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean, like. Uh, me, but but then also being like you know right about some of them, you know yeah, we didn't so get to I, know I Amber, didn't... but we were like could she be the villain? She could be. We don't. Know. I didn't appreciate the how the comments were like. There was a lot of comments like that, yeah. and it was just like, yeah, those comments can suck it, dude. It's not like, on he, you. I understand double standards exist, but like if you're not gonna allow that kind of comments to happen, if it was like if we were talking about the Bachelor contestants, then you uh, shouldn't do that to the to the dudes either, because they are real people. They can see it, and I know like if I was like one of the contestants and I saw like a video that was like mine, and all uh, of the comments were like all of these dudes are ugly, I would be like, yo, the comments are really yeah. Because if you're if I saw your video and you had a good joke about me, I'd be like, this is kind of funny, you know right. what I mean? I'd be like, all right, like I know how to laugh. Or at I'd be like, haven't heard that one before. Right. Yeah. That said, the only com, the only like, I take it like you know, I I made a follow video that no one watched because the TikTok right. algorithm I think hate hates me. Yeah, but you, uh, you got a shit reported, so. Yeah. So my shit's not gonna deliver, but uh, I did in that com- follow up. I was just like. You know, I if I hurt if you were a contestant and I hurt your feelings, I truly mean this. I'm sorry. Mm. Except for everything I said about Tanner. I stand by that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just straight up like I I stand by what I said. No man named Tanner is worth your time. 
And I feel like the only other person who would have been offended was women who are dating a tanner because they don't want to come to terms with the fact that they've settled in life. And I stand by <laughs> I stand by that. Yeah, Reevaluate yourself, name. girl. You shouldn't be dating a tanner. <laughs> I'm trying to think of tanners I know. And the only one that's coming to mind is Turner. So he's not even a tanner. He's a turner. And oh. he's a sweet boy, and I love him. <laughs> uh, look, man, uh, we said this was going to be a short one, so we're going to keep it short. And we're going to say thank you to our listeners for sticking around. Next week, we'll be back with Bria, maybe Iffy. Uh, we're going to talk about their experience watching this first season, this season for the first time. See what they expected. They'll ask us any questions they have, etc. We're going to have a nice, fun time with them. Maybe invite them to join us watching Are You The One. We'll invite all your favorites. Please don't forget to email us. We didn't get a rose at gmail.com. Message us on Instagram and Twitter at we didn't get a rose. Tell us who you like. We'll have them back. You know, it's a very easy thing for us to like message and see if we can get people back on the show. And, uh, you know, I'll say we, we could say we can do a rose and thorn. We can do a rose and thorn. Um, you know, uh, so please don't forget. Start watching Are You The One Season 2. Okay, we're going to be back very soon uh, with that. We're going to start talking that, most likely with Kix, who we know you love because you have no choice. You love her. She's amazing. How dare you? If you even think of not liking Kix, you're wrong. There's, no, there's nothing to dislike about that woman. She is incredible to the end. Ugh, she's great. And her family is amazing, too. Um, anyway. Also, I, I have her name down here. Shout out to Abigail. We didn't even talk about Abigail. Oh, we yeah. didn't talk about, like I said, the quality of women on this season. There are so many women that stood out and had like, you Maggie, know. Maggie, shout out to Maggie. Shout out to Maggie. Shout out to, to um, God, Brie. I like Brie a lot. Like, shout out to, um, I mean, what was, what was her name? She got. Uh, Piper, shout out to Piper for being. She got she, when she got heated about Heather showing up, and oh, but like yeah. not shout out to the way she handled that part. But when right, she walked right, out, she right. was like, "What the fuck?" You know, I was like, "Get it, yes." Shout out to Chelsea. Shout out to everybody on the season. Uh, if you're, you know, a good person, you know what I mean. Uh, not just you believe it, Rachel. I hope you're doing the work. Also, your mom needs to slow the fuck down on these Facebook groups because she's in charge of them and sending them out to attack people on Instagram and shit. And uh, uh, that's a no bueno. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's what I read in an article. Uh, Rose and Thorn. Uh, let's say for this season, my thorn, the producers, 100% mishandled everything. They can suck it. Matt has eaten a lot of thorns from me. I think um, there was a there was a podcast. My group chat brought it up. Uh, I forget what podcast it was. It was probably with the God. Let me let me pull this up because it, it, it's good. Um, the Bill Simmons podcast that he did with Matt James. Um, apparently, you get a lot more personality out of him. And uh, a lot, you get a better sense of who he is. And they said that like it sheds a whole new light on the season, and makes you actually like sympathize. And you like Matt, you do. So I've got that on the docket, and uh, you should check it out too. Shout out to the Bill Simmons podcast. I don't know what it's called, but 
Give it a Google. Um, and so sh- my thorn producers suck at producers. Go fuck yourselves, dude. Uh, but have me on any season you want. I'll be, I'll come back. Uh, Chris. So my hit me with your thorn. We'll do roses to keep it positive at the end. My thorn for the season. I don't want to repeat what you said and also say to producers. Um, but why not go for it? Who cares? You know, I'll do my thorn will be my thorn will be Rachel because at the end of the day, I don't think Rachel fully learned why she went through what she went through. I think what we saw from the after the final rose, she Mm -hmm. was sad and apologized because she only cared about getting back with Matt. Nothing about her apology screamed. I feel bad for what I did because what I did was fucked. Right. It was like, oh, you know what? It was wrong. Because she admitted it. She didn't think about any of her old shit. She yeah, like she didn't know. I think it's a mixture. She didn't know that what she did was bad and she didn't care. Yeah. And I think I think there's a huge difference between not knowing and then caring and not knowing and not caring. And I also, to be perfectly honest, to be perfectly honest, I call bullshit on not knowing. Like if you're white and you're in the South you and you're you, you're around a Confederate flag, you know. Like yeah. you, if if you say you don't, that's that's fucking bullshit. That's a cop out excuse. Yeah, but Go it's part yourself. of my tradition. I'm yeah. a Southern guy. I like the Confederate. I know it's a good flag. I like it. It's tradition. It's my my great grandfather had this flag and he made it. And it's a tradition in our family to have this flag. Like the antebellum thing, maybe, maybe. Because to be perfectly honest, to, to be per- this is gonna be embarrassing for my end. I didn't yeah. know the definite, like I didn't really know the definition of antebellum and what it was until what recently. you learned on after the final rose. That's <laughs> when Emmanuel said anti, which means before, and bellum, which is Latin for war, so pre pre war. For the longest time, I thought Antebellum was just like another way of saying Southern Belle. And then when Lady Antebellum changed her name, that's when I was just like, oh, fuck. Yo, (laughs) I when Lady Antebellum came up, I was like, you guys know that this is pretty fucked, right? Like, isn't that cool? (laughs) Okay. I remember the I know I had to do Latin classes in high Mm -hmm. school. So when Antebellum came up, I was like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. we uh, we probably shouldn't expect Georgia to be on top of the Latin stuff, huh? Uh, not that Georgia isn't smart or anything, but I don't think that they're reaching for like the Latin translation of things. They're like, antebellum, it means the good old days? You're like, fuck, no, oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so it's definitely, I, I call bullshit on Rachel didn't know. And I think, uh, and I, I think it was just very... And like, Speaking to the mic, dude. You're on a podcast. <laughs> you forget again? So <laughs> I think... Chris is leaning as far back as he can. He just pulled his computer aside because his cable ran. And now... Okay. I So I, th- I think at the end of the day, yeah, Rachel didn't know. And I think obviously we'll have to see what she does next. And not just immediately next, like years from now. Yeah. Uh, and I just Rachel just reminds me so much of like women that I know from my hometown of just yeah. like... 
who just don't like at deep down like like in the like just fuck you Rachel honestly I, I I'm okay with saying that and I just like and you know Rachel if you truly are sorry and you tr- that you then you know what great prove it there to me there is a way there actions. is a way for you to get to a place where you are doing better yeah. and you are but we just didn't see that right uh, not not from her right then so because everyone everyone has like everyone has has been ignorant in their past no matter yeah, how progressive definitely it's, it's just a matter of how you take it moving forward and just nothing like rachel everything about rachel's apology screamed i'm a white lady and i'm crying please just stop being mean to me and mm-hmm. i'm i'm i don't care how this sounds white women y'all got to stop playing the victim when you're being held accountable and boom the whole crying thing so then people feel bad for you that ain't right and like don't get me wrong i'll be the first to admit you get a woman crying in front of me i'm gonna be i anybody crying in front of me i'm kind of sad like i am going to fall for that shit i don't like people crying okay it makes me very sad i start to cry myself i am Mm -hmm. going to start but when you can see right through that shit Mm -hmm. and the fact that hardens me quicker the reason why I specify white women too, and I feel the need to, is because if it was a black woman who was crying while apologizing for something, she would not get the same sympathy that Rachel was receiving. So Buddy, that is why. Have you been I talking to a- Kicks? Because that's something <laughs> that she has ranted about to me because she, we were watching a season of something and she was like, see, this is why I can't fuck with this. And I was like, okay, yeah. time to pause and time to learn, you know? Yeah. So that's why, honestly, any single time. Uh, like a famous white person gets in trouble for doing ignorant shit and then they cry. I don't, I don't give a fuck. Like I mm. don't, because I know for a fact, I know for a fact that if it was a black woman in the same, uh, in, in your shoes would not get the same sympathy. So fuck you, Rachel. If you want to prove yourself, take some action. No one gives a fuck about you can order books on Amazon. I don't care. Take well, some I action. Mean, Sp- speak up. About I bet she got books. that gift. I bet she got that book as a gift from Emmanuel after the final rose. You know what I mean? True. Uh, I think that's how that, you know, how she came into possession of that book. I bet her credit card statement has no books <laughs> on them. I bet. You know what? If she probably watched Blind books, Side on Netflix and was like, I'm doing my. <laughs> yo, if she white savior movies, she's like, what? I watch them all. Freedom writer. Like if she. If she gets sent books or audiobooks and she actually does read them, like great, good for you. But like mm-hmm. you, you just you, you're reading something doesn't mean you're internalizing or, you know. So hopefully she's doing that shit. So yeah, I, we, we you said this on the podcast and I agree. I believe that people can change and be better, as long as what they do, is in the right spirit. Right. So if. Rachel is doing this not to dig herself out of the hole, but rather to be like, no, I definitely fucked up. It's time to redeem myself. I bet she can get there. Yeah. And honestly, I will welcome her wholeheartedly if she does. Right. At the moment, from what she showed us, I don't know that it's in the cards. Exactly. But I hope it is. And I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm not going to deny her that. If it does come to it, you know, not like we're going to cross paths or anything, but I definitely feel like it's worse. It's worse to be like completely shut out. Friend of mine says Amy Cunningham, great, awesome comedian. uh, She's out here in Canada. 
um, she, she said, um, we don't throw people away. You know what I mean? You, you just don't throw people away. People make mistakes. They do fucked up shit. They do bad things. And sometimes they may seem irredeemable. But if there is that glimmer of who the if there is that glimmer inside them that says that they can they can be a good person, we don't throw that person away. We make them better, or we give them they we give them the ability to get better. That kind right. of thing. And I think that that's an important sentiment to bring to the table. Right now, I I don't mean that like as a you know blanket statement for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Uh, yeah, it's definitely case by case. Bro, I'm never going to forgive an active shooter in Boulder for doing that shit. You know what right. I mean? I'm not about to tell everybody that 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 pulled off, you know, disgusting crimes against anybody. I'm not about to be like, they can change. Like, right. I'm not going to be that blanket wide over this mm-hmm. as Amy has been. But I will say people coming from a place of ignorance or people coming from a place of like, believing something even if they know it's wrong and they still believe it like take a dude in the kkk you know what i mean there's a man i forgot god i hate that i'm blanking on his name this is black man who has sat down with a bunch of members of the kkk who has made them quit the clan i know who you're talking about yeah yes yes Yes, i know exactly who you're talking about yeah and it's and it's like he keeps their out their their clan robes as like a symbol of being like I I took this from them by opening their eyes kind of thing. I made mm-hmm. I made them better people. If there's hope for somebody with that deep of a hatred for somebody, like I hope that it's there for everybody. Right. But I don't think it's possible for some people and I you know, I don't think that it's possible for it in their lifetime. You know what I mean? Like right. to me, Rachel, it could be a matter of like I don't know, a year, two years where she's like, "Yeah, I definitely did everything that I could and I've worked on it and I am this better person or it could be something down the line, like 40 years from now where she still doesn't get it. Right. But then like on her deathbed, it all clicks. You know what I mean? Like right. not saying that Rachel's going to die at 60. I'm saying like, you know what I mean? Like, right. I, I'm and just saying thing like, too, I hope it's in people and I don't want right. to throw people away because if they are out there making that effort and doing that work and, and, and it, if it's in them nagging at them as like a piece of guilt being like, this is fucked and you know better than this. That's the hope I'm talking about. So I hope it's in Rachel. I hope she learns it and I hope she comes at it from the right place. All this to say, fuck this season. Yeah. Um, I want to give one more, one more point about Rachel. I want to say too, is like, Another reason why I have no sympathy for her, because people are like, or oh, her life is ruined. This is, no, it isn't. It's not She's ruined. Gonna be just fine. This cancel culture discourse again. It's the people being like, I've been canceled to a platform where they have like thousands of followers and right. get to speak on TV all the time. Her life's fine. She there is, are so many people that believe the shit that she is being accused of is fine. And like, why would right. you make a big deal out of it? Plus, like, plus, she's a white woman. She's yeah. gonna be fine. Like she, she's a, I take that back. She's a beautiful white woman. She is going to be fine. Her increase in Instagram following proves Yo, that. very telling and very fucked. She's going to be just fine. I want to give out some roses. Roses. Yes. Okay. I'm done. Um, <laughs> notice how I said multiple. I said plural roses. Mm. 
My first yeah. rose for this season. Chris Mejia. Uh, my sweet boy. I forgot boy. you were going to do that. <laughs> I, I warned you. Chris Mejia, will you accept this rose oh for this God. season? Always. Damn right you will. Hell yeah, dude. Thank you for doing this with me. I'm happy you're here. I'm glad we of do course, this. Of course, bud. And more? I have plenty more. Oh. I have plenty more. But I feel like these roses are from all of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chelsea Larkin, Monica Nevy, Stacy McGonigal, mm-hmm. Courtney Gilmore, Aaron Engel, Bo Johnson, Mia Jackson, Ify Wadiwe, Bria Hebert, Ben Glebe, Molly Rubin Long, Amy Miller, Kix McRae, Kyle Kinane, Rachel Olson. Thank you. Thanks for being on the show. And thank you for being amazing. I, I, you are my rose for this season. Couldn't, couldn't ask for better guests. You're wonderful, and I love you all. And that's a message from both me and Chris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said that as you approached the microphone, you were gonna add something. You were like, "Oh yeah, that's from both." Of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything oh, you know what? Now that I, since I have, this is a visual joke, but since I have this kind of mic, I should just, you know, like in the court cases when they like cover the mic to talk. Like yeah. Their, they cover the mic. To, I need to start doing that. Sidebar mic. <laughs> oh, okay. Be like, oh, who is my rose? Hold on. Oh, okay. Well, this is a very visual Katie. bit now. Because. <laughs> uh, you got any more roses? Nah, man. That's all our guests. That's my roses. Do you have uh, a rose before we get out of here? Uh, my rose is, I have one rose, and it is the listeners. Uh, thank Aww. you so much for whether you listen to just a little bit of one episode or you listen to every episode of this entire season. Thank you so much thank for you. listening. Uh, we not only greatly appreciate it, uh, and we obviously hope it was enjoyable for you, but... Ultimately, at the end of the day, I, you know, COVID has been really hard on everybody. So the fact that yeah. we can all rally together over this shit show, shit show of, of a program, uh, it means a lot. You could have spent your time listening or doing anything else, but you chose to spend it with us. And we greatly appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you very much. And you know what? I think that's time to go. Living mm-hmm. up to the name of the podcast Mikey didn't get no rose. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, You know what? Thank you. And Chris, I love you, buddy. We'll talk next week. Thank you for sticking around. You've already heard the theme song by now. It's here it is again. (laughs) 